You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV, and away we go. Fresh off an awesome victory. Apologies if you're trying to watch the show on StreamYard. StreamYard's down across the country. It's not us. It's So on YouTube, you mean? Yeah, if you're watching on War Chant TV, you're, yeah. you're kind of screwed because StreamYard's not working. So uh, we'll, we'll continue to try. I don't know. There's some sort of weird connection with uh, uh, one of the music streaming sites as well that they're connected to, so Spotify or something like that. It's not working. So, But you can hear us loud and clear, and uh, we'll post everything afterwards. But uh, that, we're not going to let that get in the way, guys. We got to uh, let everybody know to start to register sausage. Yay, sausage! Of a lot of victory sausage. Oh, buddy. All over the panhandle. It was crazy this the amount of weekend. victory sausage taking place uh, on Saturday night because, you know, you had time to come home. Yeah. And get after the victory sausage. And then again on Sunday morning. Ira? Especially Sunday morning. Especially. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. our guy Ben comes through with a huge promo oh, code. Man. The promo code, 30% off for the big win. Three turnovers, 30%. Some people were pushing for, uh, I think, fourth and 14. They wanted 41.4%. Oh, wow. Mm. But no, he was, we're getting a little greedy there. I was going to say. Ben's going with the 30% for the three turnovers. So if you go to registermeets.com, you can use that promo code. I think it's still active uh, if he's still feeling good about the win. And uh, the the promo code is Van Spike in honor of our uh, guys. Is it spelled Spike? S P Y K E. No, I think I think oh. it's S P I K E. You need okay. to go check it. If you don't know, if you're not sure, well, try one. If it doesn't work, try the other. Or uh, go to Register Sausage Twitter account, and he uh, he announced it on there. The man of the people, sausage Ben the ben sausage shows guy, up big time man. He he comes up big. I um man, I, I I'm I'm still on cloud nine. I was all day yesterday. Still am today. Yeah, man. It's like me with the Braves. It's a really big win. Yes, it's a really big win on a lot of levels. Not only is it against your hated rival. Uh, but also, I love wins where you inflict the most amount of pain. Yeah, like they, they, they that's going to stick for a while. Like that's not some losing thirty-seven to seven. You don't think about it much. You're like, oh, that's an ass kicking. What am I going to do? Losing the way Miami lost when they had thought they had, had the game. Won. Yeah, had the they game. were in control, Spirit. man. They were yeah. on a twenty-eight three run. This is a wrap. Call it a day. Yeah, but alas, and uh, for, so Florida State gets that one. Is there I, anything sweeter than? Um, I, 
seeing the way they dress, and I can say they because I'm talking about Miami fans. Uh, generalized Miami fans. Yes. With, they're all wearing their Jeremy Shockey throwbacks with some goofy chain. Some of them have helmets on. Some of them have spikes on. Shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. Yeah, the they deal. painted their faces. They're like Raiders fans, yes. Yes. Like a gang. And about the same success the Raiders have had over the last 20 <laughs> years. So to think about them getting all dressed up and painted mm-hmm. up and believing, like doing their Canes chant. I think they have a Canes chant. They do. And, um, loud, actually. And then thinking about them walking out of the stadium and having to drive home. And dressed, outfit, like that. dressed like yeah, that. Yeah, unless they have a change in the car and they have some stuff to get the paint off. It's a it's a glorious feeling thinking about the, seeing them in a rest area at 11 p.m. Yeah, driving back South gas, Florida. A long yeah, way to go. With their the shoulder pads on and their spikes on. <laughs> if uh, I think it's after, shoot, I think it's after the 4th and 14 pass. Mm. They cut to, um, I think it's after that pass. They, the TV cameras cut to two Hurricane fans. Whereas after, after Travis got in the end zone, one or the other, and the look on their faces was pretty priceless. You know, like TV camera guys, they scout out these people they're looking before. For it. Yeah. They're like, this is our guy. Yeah. yeah. They want the emotional. They guy. also yeah. want like the quintessential Miami guy. Right. Fan. No, they're they like, got him on And they're like, one. that's the one. <laughs> he sums it up. There he is. He sums up the look whole at that fan loser base. right there. Yeah. We're gonna zero in quickly as soon as this one ends. Yeah, uh, absolutely, man. I uh I watched it. I watched <clears> him having to leave the stadium. I stayed. So I told my dad, I told both boys, there's no sense trying to get to that parking garage and drive. Enjoy it. We're just going to sit here and revel in this. Of course, the smoke was everywhere afterwards, and we were sitting there just enjoying that. But there were some Canes fans. You could just see the shocked look on their face as they walked by. It was glorious. It was just a a perfect win and a great moment for Mike Norvell and his staff and a great moment for these kids. And we were talking about it yesterday on the show, and I know you guys have written about it and talked about it as well. It's crazy to think the impact – Jermaine Johnson has had in one year and in a way that will resonate forever. I mean, we're, we're going to be talking about the Jermaine Johnson game yeah, a uh, year. in this series every year. Well, you know, I, this is the thing, man. So last year's game, I felt like it was all about Miami's transfers. I mean, the game down there, you know, they had the defensive end transfers. Mm. They had De'Ara King. And it was like all of a sudden, okay, this program's on the right track and Florida State's not. It's like, well, I don't know, man. They got in some transfers who were a big deal and were dominant, and certainly dominant in that game. Uh, a year later, they thought they had their quarterback, and now you know Florida State may have their quarterback too. Uh, but Florida State's had that transfer infusion. The key now is to 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 capitalize on that. I don't think Miami did a good job of capitalizing on their that nucleus was a nice nucleus. It was. Uh, they don't currently really have a class to speak of. Now they're in flux. There's an opportunity for Florida State to really make hay in recruiting. Uh, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that uh, that is the case. Uh, all, according to everything you hear, and I know Michael Langston has said as much as well on Warchant.com, this could not have gone any better from a recruiting standpoint. And I think that's all we're thinking about right now. I know a lot of people look at this BC game, and we'll talk about it. That's a tough game. and you yeah. got to get you, get a hold of your emotions and go up there and play a good team. Uh, but but recruiting was the whole thing to this game. You know, I was texting with somebody after the game, and I, Corey brought this point up a few weeks ago, and I thought it was a great point. Thank you, man. Um, it was a great point. Great, thank you. And it really hit home watching that game, <clears throat> that game, that environment, thinking all the recruits are there in place. You kind of forget of what Doke is when Doke is Doke. And, and and you know, Corey went to see Georgia play, and there was a top ten, top fifteen matchup against Kentucky, mm. and it was a packed crowd and a huge game, a lot on the line. But it's not quite the same. The pageantry at Doke between you know Osceola and Renegade, the Marching Chiefs, the War Chant. The stadium's beautiful. 
Um, I mean, it's just the the students are great. I mean, it was just such a great environment. And then when you play well, I don't know that they're seeing that at too many other places. You know, if they're that's the thing. Like FSU, FSU's big concern about facilities is the reason they need facilities. The reason they need a better faci- football facility is if this recruit, whoever it is, whether it's Travis Hunter or Marvin Jones Jr., he goes to Alabama, he goes to Clemson, he comes to Florida State, and it's a huge downgrade in terms of facilities. But I don't know if anybody else has quite that atmosphere when you put everything in, into into the equation. So I, mean, I thought that had to be a huge, huge for them. Yeah, it had to be huge for them. And I actually think we've got our audience now. Uh, oh, there we go. Because like, I can hear it. Looks, well, then go ahead and hit mute. Cause that ought Is that not, what it's coming on here? We ought not be able to hear that. Uh, but that said, uh, I, I do think that uh, we're, we're, we're loaded up. And Hello, everybody. Good to be with you. I also want to give a cheers real quick. This is my, my guy Les in the 305 told yeah. me to break out the Flanagan's Cup Oh, okay, for nice. the Miami win. So uh, it's, the, <clears throat> it's the pink uh, breast, breast cancer awareness cup. Right. Done. This, is my you know, diet kiss. this is my Diet Sun Kiss Who's bottle. that a tribute to? Uh, just everyone. I'm not uh, allowed orange. to bring the Dos Artes in here. No, we're I, not. I can't bring the Dos Artes Man in here alive. or else I will next time. But uh yeah, I want to thank the fine folks. I want to thank uh, all of our friends who uh, celebrated with us throughout the last 48 hours. It's been a but, fun time. But back to that point, because I was at the Georgia-Kentucky I, game. I, I expected and, you to kind of follow up on that. Yeah, point. yeah. Well, and then I started hearing your. I started hearing things. Um, did uh, Yeah, I was at the Georgia-Kentucky game, 330 game, CBS. It was game day game. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it wasn't close to Florida State-Notre Dame, Florida State-Miami. And when you think about it, even though Florida State and Miami aren't what they are, there aren't many rivalries in the country that elicit that kind of passion in a stadium. There just aren't. Like, Georgia, Florida, they, they don't like each other. Well, they split a stadium. Right. Um, it, it, to go in another stadium like that, to have a full stadium at full volume, they don't happen a lot around the country. Like, what, what would you say is, a, like, Alabama-Auburn, Florida State-Miami, Florida State-Florida, I don't, Ohio State-Michigan, are those it? Like USC Notre Dame, it ain't the same. It's just not the same. It's not close to the Generally same. Generally speaking, I think that's true out in the Pac-12. I, I mean, I, I I've never been to an Oregon Oregon State game, so I don't know. About it's the there. Come on, man. They're they're hippies. Well, but they I do don't think. Care. I mean, I think there's some there's some color. There's some atmosphere because of Osceola and Renegade and the Chiefs and everything and the War Chant. That's a little bit different. There's a reason all these pro teams have taken the War Chant. Sure. Um, but the other thing is, I think this move of the Chiefs to that end zone with the students is a big deal. I don't think it's a surprise. I don't think it's a coincidence that that quarterback, a freshman making his first real road start in a tough place, was 3 of 13 in the first quarter with two picks, and then that last drive when they when they when they took the or excuse me, when they punted or when they kicked off after kicking the field goal and he had to take over on that side again, they couldn't move the ball. I can't they wouldn't even take they wouldn't even take a chance. They wouldn't throw the ball down the field. Uh, that side is really electric. Now the the Champions Club side, it's a little not different. as electric, guy. a little different. Yeah. Not a, it, some say a vacant, but even, <laughs> yes. some yeah, yeah, yeah. some would say that. Some, I think yeah, but, vacant, even. But yeah. that side with the students and the Chiefs, I mean, that's a. Could you imagine going into that as an opposing team? No, it's 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 an underrated thing to do Campbell Stadium because when it's at its when peak, it's when it's at, at its peak. But yeah. the point is, the only two times they really wanted recruits to come at all, which right. was smart. Was Notre Dame and Miami, well, and, they're, it off. They and there it have off. not been uh, ma- there. There just haven't been better um, atmospheres. Maybe A and M, Alabama. There haven't been many better atmospheres in the country than those two right. games. That place was off. It was on tilt the so, whole fourth quarter of both of those games. And that when you're a recruit and you're like, man, can Florida State ever get back? Do their fans care? Yeah, 
There's the proof for it, and you were in the house and you felt it. And I went to both games as a fan in the stands <clears throat> for both the Notre Dame game and you the You would have signed Florida with Florida State. You right would have committed there, right, then. right then and there. But I did, and I was really happy about it because in both instances, I, I mean, I remember the glory days of Florida State where it was like that every week, but my kids don't, and so they were at those games too. And so seeing Bryce and Clark enjoy that atmosphere and how intense it was late – and how loud it got after big plays that you could just see they were kind of smiling like this is amazing. I was yeah. like, yeah, it used to be this way a lot. So we're trying to get there. It used <laughs> yeah. to happen a lot, yeah. but uh, we're we're gonna get there again. Now nothing ever kind of compares to FSU Miami here, but we've had some big moments here, and you know that. But it was huge that they came through and played well. Yeah, you know, both, yeah. Games, both games. Both yeah. games. Yeah. When you bring all those recruits in, you got to pay it off. You can't go out there and get beat thirty-eight to five, uh, to six. I was going to say five for some reason. You could have been five. five. That would have been very weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can't get out there and get blown out like that. No. And and not only do you win this game, but in comeback fashion, where the place is just you know people are falling down the stairs. It's going nuts. Have you seen yeah. some of the videos from the stands? Oh, it's awesome. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. Uh, now imagine when it's like eight and one Florida State. And they're in the top ten, and they're actually playing for something. Mm. It's even going to be up and well, they were playing for something on Saturday night. That's you know what I mean. I I know what you mean, but I'm saying they were playing for. I've never been more excited for a four win team for a fourth win. Yeah, for a fourth (laughs) win in all of my life. I mean, I that felt huge. It felt like a program changer. It felt like the kind of forward momentum and feather in the cap that the staff needed. For sure, it felt like a payoff for the players who have committed every Saturday, even when they're went through terrible stretches and some embarrassing moments. They never stopped fighting. Yeah, all, every one of us at various points have pointed out that it's a likable team. I was talking to Tom Block yesterday. I'll name drop him. We were just chit-chatting, and he was talking about being down on the field. That's, I always, a, big, that's well, a big name drop. The, the love, Tom Block. Yeah, that's the way I yeah. yeah. Consummate oh. professional Tom Block. <laughs> right. So, we, a front row Knowles fame. Um, right, so of course. He, yeah. So, we were talking uh, last night, and, and he said, well, you know, he was talking about being on the sideline, which is always cool for him, right? And he was saying it was how loud it was, and, we go back a ways. I mean, I've known Tom for 25 yeah. years. And we were talking about all the different atmospheres. And I said, hey, listen, does this win to you feel as good as some of those wins where it meant that we had a chance to play for a national title? He goes, it does. Because the program has so desperately needed yeah. it. They just yeah. needed a shot in the arm. This was the shot in the arm. So I don't think you can overstate it because I also think it's going to propel them to a really good result. It also class. felt different than like the, the 10 game against Florida. Because you controlled that game throughout. You were up 17 at half, and you stayed up, and there was never really a game. It, like we talked about earlier before people were watching us on YouTube, this one felt different because you came back. You don't usually come back and beat Miami. A lot of heart. That's not a lot. That's not a, in uh, To be down, to go on a, to give up a 28-3 run, and then to come back in that manner that you beat them and stole their soul and sent them down um, 75 to the turnpike, I got, guess. Got their athletic director fired. Got yeah. your, their AD fired, and their coach is going at some point. Um, just that's that, the downside of all this, by the way. <laughs> well, that's really what I would have liked if, them to hold on to those two gentlemen. Those are great individuals, and they represent Miami so well. Yeah, maybe Manny, maybe <laughs> Manny's back. Maybe Manny's back for another year. Maybe they make him the AD. Yeah, I think it'd be a wise decision. They should re- really reconsider the firing of the AD to begin with. I thought yeah. he did a great job. Yeah. But, so you know, what are you going to do? Uh, the new guy is going to have to hire a coach. It would seem. I mean, if you're Manny, that's the worst thing that could have probably happened. Right? Man, that well, the, no, and, and, it doesn't it mean he's probably. I would get you can, uh, can you fire a guy and and then hire another coach without an AD? No, but the new AD I would presume would be hired pretty quickly and he's going to want to put his stamp on the program. Well, he's got to be hired in like the next He's going to he's going to be like I got to go with this slappy for another yeah, year. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I guess he, maybe. The AD the way, that you're hiring they better may already, have a yeah, they name may already, in mind. They may already know who they want mm-hmm. and maybe they can get that guy in and, and maybe that AD that, well, knows maybe, who he wants. Yeah, exactly. I would say this, who's your slam dunk hire? 
I mean, a lot of times there's guys out there that you there go. Isn't, we've talked about this. There, there, Miami, isn't there isn't one other than Saban that can turn Miami into a juggernaut again. Well, but the even, one you even worry getting about, the most out of them, just getting 9, 10 wins. Yeah, the, the one you worry about, I think, if you're a Florida State fan, is probably Cristobal. But I, I can't fathom him leaving Oregon. I know mm-hmm. he's a Miami guy. I know he went there. I know he's from there. He's coached there. Oregon's a better job How right can you leave Oregon it's crazy. It's for Miami? Be, no, All of the resources. Yeah, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Gonna... Also, he's a candidate, right, for the USC job? Is that still? Uh, why would he leave Oregon for USC? Eh, I mean, Oregon's a more prestigious top, job. But Oregon's top five Also, he may not like L.A. I'm just saying yeah. it is a more prestigious job. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, he can get all the money he wants from Phil Knight. And he he's always going to be in the running. He's always going to be in the top ten. He he he's recruiting on the West Coast. I'd kind of I'd kind of prefer if we went back to making fun of Manny though. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. 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 So yeah. don't get too far off topic. Right, you're right. That was a masterful masterful performance. I loved wait letting about eight to ten seconds run off the clock before the timeout. Say, there's two things that happened in that sequence that I first guessed and turned and, and said to to Bryce like on that play once you've given up the fourth and fourteen and he's at the inch line. You've got to let Florida State yes. score yeah. immediately. Yeah. You got to call timeout for starters, and then on the next play, you've got to let Florida State score. Yeah, he did neither. Yeah, I mean, and then he let <laughs> it <laughs> did it again. And he's actually lucky because the clock was running before Travis right. snapped it to score, right. and Florida State should have let more time run off the clock right, before right, right, snapping right. it. Um, but yeah, he got lucky in that sense that they still had twenty six seconds left. But it's what what are I know we hear in the analytics a lot. What would the analytics say about what's a better chance of winning? Getting the ball back down by three with a minute left or, or 26 with twenty six seconds. seconds left? I'm gonna go with the minute. I, I would I think, think that, I even think advanced metrics are yeah. gonna be in agreement so with you. You're going there. with the advanced metrics. I want, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna right. go with the advanced metrics. A minute not is better than twenty six yeah. seconds. Just you not want normal more metrics. time. And you, you only need more a, time. You only need a field goal. You, you only you need forty yards, Corey. I'm going to go with you. Want more time, not less time, to get down the field. That's what I was. <laughs> That's just what I'm that, thinking. Me in the press box, I was telling Iris, like I feel like he's going to want like, more guys, time. Guys, he's here. really blowing this. Yeah, but I also, think you want more time here. His team had what fifteen penalties, eighteen penalties, Ooh. something yeah. like that, and then. What about the game plan? My man comes out. He's got a freshman quarterback that's never played anywhere, anything like this. Like he, this. You're in the stadium. You see it. You yeah. hear the crowd. You see the students. And you're just going to sling it all over the lot in the first quarter? He hey was man. that confident by what he had seen the last three weeks <laughs> well, against the Georgia Techs of the world. Yeah. You've got Jalen Knighton sitting over there. Mm-hmm. And you're just Rooster. just throw it all over the I lot. I didn't realize that was his nickname, Rooster, until I heard the uh, playback on the when I was watching the game. Yeah, game. until he made the play where we don't wrap up. Yeah, the Rooster's going to crow. Yeah, I think that's, that's what Mark Jones uh, said. What did Juki do? Uh, Juki Douglas. Yeah, Robert Griffin. He's, he's learning. He's yeah, learning. Look, and I, go and easy. I, he I said have this passion. on Wake Up Word Chain. I think his analysis is pretty solid. Yeah, he's fine. It's he tries he he has these goofy sayings. It's trying he's trying to be funny he's on every trying play. Trying too hard. Yeah. It's like man, just yeah. give us the analysis. You don't have to say "Oh Lordy" after every play and and uh, yeah. No, I got and, you. Yeah, that's all. He's but, he, get, but I think a lot of young guys like that. I I give them a wide berth because we've watched guys get better over time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's, he's truly trying, and he does have a passion. Yeah, yeah. And I think he cares about doing a good job, <laughs> and he does a good job when he's I, not doing the goofy stuff. When I heard Juki, I was like, "Have we been saying his name wrong? Did they have a meeting?" <laughs> Juki Douglas. Him, hey, it's it's actually J- Juki Douglas. Juki and you know, it looks like Jakai. Yeah. I would have loved for it to be Juki Douglas. Though. <laughs> I mean, I would have been so disappointed if for a whole season those of us who cover the team got it wrong and it was actually Juki and we missed all those <laughs> yeah. opportunities. Get it to Juki already. For <laughs> yeah. I mean, come it's on. It's in his name. Yeah. He's going to juke you out of your shoes. Seminal Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio <laughs> War Chance TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Would like to say thank you, Mark. Appreciate you, buddy. 25 bones pillar. for the operation here. Mark's a pillar. He's going, to the Boston. He's going to Boston this weekend with his kid. Good job, Mark. Enjoy it. Uh, that's a fun game. I've been up there. I know, Ira, you're going to cover it. Corey, are you going? No. Come on, man. Yeah, you don't have to go? No. Uh, you would have driven starting I'd tonight. I'd be on the drive Start, right yeah, now. Starting tonight. Yeah. We yeah. wouldn't have been able to do the show. That's yeah, why. I would have to do it from the car. Yeah, but uh, I've, I've gone up there to watch Florida State, Boston College, I think three separate times. I always like that trip. Yeah, it's awesome. All that was the last history. time I flew. Was the game up there, the 14 nothing game, was the last time I flew. It's one the, the ACC's got going for it. It doesn't have great teams. Like in the SEC, you're going to great college towns with mm-hmm. great you know stadiums and environments. Uh, but in the ACC, you get to go to some cool cities. Really cool cities. Yeah. Up and down the eastern seaboard. All right, it's <laughs> yeah. Great. yeah, you get to do From all Miami that. to Maine. Yeah, there you go. You get to, you get to do it all. Uh, I do think, and if people have brought it up on the chat, it's worth noting here. I mean, we're all obviously celebrating a big, big win, but it would mean a lot if they could beat Boston College Saturday because you go into the Florida game whose motivation is questionable, uh, even if it's a rivalry game, uh, with a legit chance to go 6-6 six and six and be bowl eligible. It would be remarkable after starting 0-4 to even have that opportunity. Did Sanford's coach get fired for not winning that game? <laughs> he should have. I mean, giving up 70 points? Come on, man. Get your team ready. Did they force a punt? Did Florida have a punt? Go score fifty something on the road. You yeah, gotta win that by, game. Yeah, coach. lose by twenty points. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was crazy, man. What, what, on I the mean, drive over to our game, to the Florida State game, my dad and I had it on. Same in the car, here. Listening to Mick Huber. Mick Huber was not fired up. He was trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he would celebrate Florida's big moments offensively, and then well, the I got to give the color analyst for Florida. I don't know who that is. He's good, first of all. Secondly, he gave Sanford a lot of credit. Well, after the first quarter, he was like, well, Sanford's on place for 800 and (laughs) something yards and 112 plays. Well, their one receiver for Sanford who had a gazillion yards and a couple of touchdowns, the the analyst was like, I want him on our team. That guy's the best player on the field. Go figure. Sanford's got the best player on the field. They're four and five. He had a kick return for a touchdown. He had a rushing touchdown. He had yeah. a receiving touchdown. He threw a pass. Like, yeah, that guy, that guy might be in the. Uh, he might be a very uh, alluring prospect in the portal. Yeah. But, but to your point about you know trying to get another win and kind of yeah. capitalizing on this today at practice, uh, Mike Norvell was real happy with practice today. You can watch his interview of WarChant.com or WarChant TV uh, after practice. He was really happy. He said he really thought this was one of their better Tuesday practices. And what he challenged, and we could hear him like, well, we're. 
where we stand for interviews outside of practice, outside of practice fields, we could hear him. We're not watching him give his speech to the team, but it, man, it was like Jimbo levels. He doesn't usually yell that much um, to that level after practice, but he was, it was very much letting, sending the message that, listen, this was awesome. That was a great game. Tuesday was a great practice. Make Wednesday a great practice. And he said afterwards, he said they've had great Tuesday practices. They've had great Wednesday practices. Never they really haven't had the back-to-back. Especially Tuesday, coming Wednesday off a practice. win, coming, feeling come, good about themselves after so a he, win. So he's really interested to see what they look like tomorrow. I think he has to know. I mean, everybody does. It's an easy observation from a distance. You come off an emotional win like this against right. a rival in which you were an underdog and in the dramatic fashion with which you win it. It is hard. It's weird. It's like. When you lose a dramatic game, everybody said you have to get off the mat. In a weird way, you have to get off the mat when you get a win like this because you have got to find a way to focus or BC will beat you. And it's, of course, great that their starting quarterback came back and actually looked good this past week again like he did early in the season. So he'll test the secondary. I think Adam Fuller's defense played about as well as we can expect them to play. Um, I think we discovered some things here. Uh, you, you got a couple of guys that are dudes now in that secondary, yeah. which is exciting. And they're going to have to go play well. But if you do, if you are able to follow it up and you realize that, hey, you're just now scratching the surface of your ability and what you can achieve, I mean, he's got to preach that to no end and, and let's see if they respond to it. It's hard, I'm sure, for the players because, again, I mean, how emotional all that. Well, you saw their reactions. I mean, those, those kids were flying high. And you're going to have to find a way to be intense again in a noon game. That stadium is sterile. There's no atmosphere yeah. at Boston College at all. Every game I've been to there yeah. is just unless they're doing the red handkerchief <laughs> game, and it's not that. It's bandana. not that. Yeah, that's the red, red bandana. Red bandana, bandana, bandana game. game. Yeah, so it's not that. It's it's not that. It's this is the penultimate game, and you've got to find the focus. It's a noon kickoff. You'll be able to find focus against Florida. It'll be loud as hell, and they they hate you, and you hate them. But this is the one sandwiched in. And we were worried about this game before all the circumstances kind of played out the way that they did. If you go back to when the schedule was released, we're like, oh, well. Yeah. That's less than ideal to have BC sandwiched between yeah. Miami and Florida. Yeah, I mean, we knew that they were well coached. That would have been a good time for Jacksonville State that or UMass. A, mm, a very the, good time. And the way they were talking yesterday, and we talked again about it today, I, I really do think that the toughness thing, the physicality, that has been something that if you, the days leading up to the North Carolina game, that was the message to the team. Like you, you, you guys are tougher than them. You're going to impose your will on them physically, and they did that. Going into the Miami game, same thing. You've got to be the tougher, more physical team. Well, this is like Boston College, is th- that is them. That yeah. is their yeah. entire identity. They're not as fast as you. They're not as athletic as you. <clears throat> but, man, they will just punish you physically if you don't bring it. And, you know, that's going to be a big Jimbo. test. Oh, Ask Jimbo yeah. about 37 man. to whatever the hell that was. Oh, yeah. man. That was a rough one. 35-3, I think. Yeah. But they didn't quit. <laughs> they didn't quit. After he originally said they did. That was my favorite part. Um, Two donations we got to get to. Oh, Kevin, okay. thank you so much. Also, Marcus. Uh, we'll start with Kevin. Corey caused Norvell's program changing rant. Now he's making Dillingham cry? Jeez, bud. What are you going to do for Fuller or make Fuller do? Uh, and then Marcus writes, this donation is small in size, but big on love for Brownlee. I like the size of the fight in that dog. We're all rooting for you. I do too. I, I want to echo that, Marcus. Yeah. He can have bad games, and he does. And there are moments where you're like, oh, man, I'm going to need you to be better. But, man, he brings it on every yeah. play. He's intense. He's physical. And he plays he every play. Oh, and he's passionate. Yeah. Cares deeply. And he'll come back from this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he will. He will. I like him. I mean, he, he is not as fast as you'd want, but, man, is he tough. And he does tackle. 
and he sets the tone. And by the way, in the first quarter, when Miami tried to run those those yeah. quick, the quick game, he's blown. Yeah, he's up. Out he there. blows it up every time. And yeah. I like that. Game. And Rambo, I mean, I know he had some catches. Some were just great throws, and some were great plays oh, by man. him. Yeah, but he didn't go off for two fifty or whatever. Right. I mean, Brownlee was with him a lot of that time. It's just his his mistakes were so out in the open. Like you just, and I I don't I don't know who's to blame for that. Uh, but you can't run into the kicker there. That well, is just you know, and and, and John Papuchis and we, like we didn't follow up and grill him or anything. But he said you know they they did a middle block on as the call, and I'm like I don't know man I don't know if you need any block on no, in the call. No in block that situation. on that play. I mean, well you it, with, a, with a low, with a with a long kick you do want to push up because okay, it's going to be a low kick. But we don't need anybody coming from. But the you're, you don't you don't nobody from the middle. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm middle sorry. block yeah, is fine, fine because you're not going to rough a kicker in a middle right. block. I'm just saying like the that, yeah he should yeah. just be standing there just not doing anything, making sure it's a fake. It's crazy. Or just don't hit him. But well, you weren't just you, not it's that like, hard. You weren't you, usually. But great players. Asante Samuel did that against Clemson. I mean, great players can't. That can happen. If you're in that situation, just don't even be in the situation. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. And you're not going to block it from the side. But anyway. even Asante's, he was diving to block right. the kick. Jarvis wasn't doing anything yeah. but running into the kicker. It was just really bizarre, and it gave them seven points. They also got seven points on the crazy deflection. That's pass. what I was going to say. So on that point, you know, and touchdowns count, just like the Carlos Williams touchdown counts. Yeah, I heard yeah, Tom yeah. mention that yesterday. Um, but, you know, you, you talked about how Adam Fuller's defense played. This defense played, man. They were so locked in in that first half. Oh, yeah, that's a and fluky if, play. You get your hand on the ball. You did everything if right. If that touchdown doesn't happen, right. who knows? And then the, the running of the kicker. I mean, uh, so the, I thought the, they played well. I thought they, yeah, they played, played really probably played, their best game of the season, they I thought. They played violent. They played physical. Yeah. They and, were great. And I know there's been a lot of, uh, again, they've, they've been out in the open missed tackles by your DBs the last couple of weeks. Brownlee in the in the fourth quarter Dent and then the Jarian yeah. and Akeem Dent the week before. But overall, as a team, they especially well. the front seven, they tackle they really do tackle well. well. They, they do. get there and they put you on the ground. And you got to remember, we all have to remember this. Too. And that's it's, big against Boston College. It's not right. as if Miami wasn't going to score twenty-one to twenty-eight points. Right. I mean, you're going to have to. It's the modern game of football. The way that we view a good defensive effort has changed dramatically. The rules are in place for people to score, and they people run tempo. They do. You're going to give a point. They should pull out the old, like Mickey Andrews' old goals that they used to have. Yeah, yeah. Like less than 70 yards rushing and yeah. less than, you know, mm, those 14 points. And, you know, it's like, no, man, none of those are Double happening em. anymore. Double everything. <laughs> I will say this. They did a very good job of shutting down Miami's run game. Yeah. Uh, Knighton didn't oh, they do did. a thing. And you talk about the tackling. A lot of those tackles, I mean, several of the tackles were really good plays by, like, guys who are engaged up front, like, in, engaged with blockers. Mm. But then as the as Knight's running by and shedding their guy and making yeah. the making play. The play yeah. and that's, man, that's awesome. The, the defensive front has done that all year long. Yeah. I really feel like you're kind of just spinning your wheels trying to run early. Uh, as first down runs for Miami were disastrous. Mm. And, you know, I was like, well, thanks, guys. I mean, I really think to beat Florida State consistently, you should throw the ball a ton. It almost has to be like 75% of what you do. I just think that was a tough situation to do it for that I, quarterback oh, in that side of the field. On early, and this is this, I mean, I don't know if you can feel this in the press box, but in the stands, it was very windy for the first quarter and a was half. It? And you could tell it was affecting throws. Now, I mean, Van Dyke was also affected by the rush, yeah. but I, it, it, began to really uh, slow down a little bit in the second quarter, and then I don't think it was that windy in the second half. But in the first quarter, and first quarter and a half, I was like, oh, okay. And I kept thinking, I hope this gets ratcheted up. I wanted it to be windy as possible because we want to run the ball. No, not with, uh, well, with J-Trav with that 4th and 14, <laughs> just throwing dimes, yeah. letting well, everybody know what's up. Yeah, it was a beautiful play. How fun is that That secondary going to be? When you think about Kevin Knowles and Omarion Cooper Woo-hoo-hoo. down the road, 
And I mean, Jamie Robinson next yeah, year. Yeah, Jamie Robinson is a player, yeah. man. He's the third. Uh, he's probably the third best transfer they got. They all just happen to be on the defensive side, so he's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle with Kier and and the All American uh, Jermaine Johnson. But um, Jamie Robinson's been solid. And once once they've gotten back to him at safety, yes, yes. that they that's made the whole difference. Putting Knowles at nickel and putting him at safety has made an entire difference. Now again, we're not talking about the thirteen secondary. You don't need to qualify it, man. Well, I know, just but they're we, better. We get but it. They, they're but they can be when you when you project moving forward. That maybe could be a strength next yeah. year in the year, especially if you're getting a certain kid from Georgia who's at all he your games. He may be a difference and, maker. Yeah, yeah, he might. So he might really, room, might really help him. you in the secondary next year. Seminole headlines ninety three three real talk radio and Warchant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Speaking of Warchant and Warchant.com, go check out the interview that our own Austin got uh, with uh, David Ross. That was big time, man. Big today. time. Today. Yeah, today at practice. You beat Miami and the Stars come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Mark Recording was back at practice. He's been there a few times lately. And then also um, uh, David Ross, Chicago Cubs manager, World Series champion, uh, former Atlanta Brave. Yeah. Uh, well, Pittsburgh Pirate, pal. Okay, former Pittsburgh well, Pirates. Well traveled years with the catcher. He's also with the Reds. Yeah, anyway, so he, the Red Sox. He came out of practice. <laughs> he watched. Uh, he watched probably about a uh, half hour, forty five minutes of it, and hung out with Mark Corian and Mike Norvell a little bit during the a break in practice. And uh, he, uh, yeah, and Austin caught up with him afterwards, and he had some really, really, really nice things to say about Mike Norvell. He was very impressed by the game. As you all know, he grew up in Tallahassee, so he he has been an FSU football fan, knows the history. He was real impressed. I mean, he talked about how. When you fall, when you have a big lead and you fall behind by eight points, just he thought really says a lot about what they built here that those kids didn't panic. And I agree with yeah. him. Um, and what do y'all think y'all, that could do for Jordan Travis? Uh, the way because right. he had another game winning drive this year, but he ran for fifty yeah, yards. He was scrambling, yeah. The, those throws he made, the one to Douglas is a it's just a dime. It's yeah. right there. Um, he had no choice but to catch it, and he still almost didn't, but he he had no choice. And then um, at the throw to parchment, the first one. Was a great throw. My man just wasn't ready for it. That's yeah. a whole different deal. But uh, <laughs> that that throw on fourth and fourteen, it's almost like he knew he had no other choice. You can't yeah. run for fourteen yards when they drop eight. You but, just, you but, can't rely on your athleticism in that moment. I have to trust my arm. But definitely last season he does, and maybe even earlier this season. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there, there are times kid, he took off where you're like, "That's not the play here, yeah. Jordan." When yeah. the t- when the defensive end is coming hard upfield, I'm thinking, man, he you know Robert Scott. I think I think it was Robert Scott did a good job of pushing him deep. But you could see, I mean, that you know, and he, but he didn't. He just stayed in there. And- but well, you, you wonder best- what that does for him moving forward. Like, did he do that in the moment because he had no other choice? And is that something he can build on, or well, is yes, it just? You can build but you on. hope it is. But it also, it, I, I, some of it had to do. Like, I don't think you could do it just out of desperation. Because if you were in desperation, he would have taken off. I mean, I uh, think that's yeah, confidence. Yeah, to but do I, it. I, yeah, and that's what I hope that it translates to. Because I, I feel like in that midway through that game. When they got in third and anything more than three, they didn't trust him to throw the ball. They had two freshman safeties, and one of their sa- their best safety got hurt. Well, so they had also, a backup freshman safety. And like third and ten, yeah, you're running also, QB draws. It's also who your receivers are. Well, I mean, right, there's, a whole right. lot, there's a lot going but on But in there. that moment, it yeah. didn't matter who your receivers no, are. Right. You've well, got you to no go choice. make a play. Yeah. You, when you have no choice, you've got to throw it. Mm-hmm. And for him to step up in that moment and throw that ball, that kind of route, 
basically a dig route, right? It's a dig route, and it was in rhythm. I but, think the and whole he threw is, it before he came out of his yeah, break right, almost. It was, was yeah. Jameis-esque, dare well, I say. Maybe not the imagine, pace. Imagine having trust in parchment. Yeah. I mean, that is something. By the way, we'll see what happens on Saturday. But my man, Andrew Parchment, was incredible How about today. if he goes for 11 for dude, 240? I swear to you, he made a – they were playing 11. The time on, is nigh, Ira. He's yeah, got dude, two games left. I'll tell you what. Come on, Andrew. I, I'm seriously – I like he made a play on 11 on 11. I mean, just goes up. Mackenzie Milton threw a good ball. I mean, he just goes up, tiptoes the sideline. Then they go out in the field. I mean, he's just play after play. And I asked Norvell about it. He said, yeah, man, he's been – It's as he said the other day, it's been coming for the last few weeks. He's like, but yeah, that that's there. If he if he does it, if he does the little things, man, it's well, there. Well, and you could tell the moment uh, summer practice started, uh, fall fall camp started, they knew how important number seven was going to be to them because they rode him like yeah. they rode nobody so my favorite else. Part like about Jimbo that. with the quarterback, right? That's how they handled him on almost every play. And apparently, there were some ups and downs, and maybe didn't handle it all that well because there were a couple games where he played one snap, zero snaps, four snaps. But then now he's you know he's. You don't really have a choice. You've got to play him. He is your by far your most physically gifted receiver. I would say that it wasn't apparent. We saw it. Yeah, and there were got, all kinds of ups and downs in yes, practice. He yeah. did not handle being yelled at well. And they got the message through to him because he has yeah. responded from that. Yeah, you know, I yeah. think that's the thing. I think early on they were trying to like get the message through, but still play him because yeah. he's the most talented kid they've got. Then finally, I think they were like, you know what, Look, we're just not going to play you, dude. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. see how you enjoy that? You see what we got out there? <laughs> yeah. We're riding with that well, crew. Well, no, here's the deal. We're not beholden to a Kansas transfer. Right. So, look, man, whether you this play or you don't, we're not buddy. out here winning 10 games. Yeah. I'm not going to sell my soul to get your ass some reps because, yeah. you, you know, because you want to. I mean, at this point, you've got to buy in and do what we're asking you to do. So, I mean, after the game, obviously, you, you heard him take total responsibility for yeah. the what he said was, a, uh, I, I guess, a, a, a miss. Miscommunication. I think it's, I don't, everybody's acting like it's this big controversy. I think they had to play a run call, and they switched it in Jordan Audible. But why, why was he pointing at the Miami defender Because the, Because he thought him. he had nothing to do with the play, so he was making fun of he the guy. He was making fun of him for falling down. But, dude, if, they, if, if, his whole, if his job is to get that guy cleared out and the guy falls, well, he did his job. It's, you can laugh at him. Well, right, but it, <laughs> I mean, it's, what, it's, it's only a Florida State thing because as he's pointing at a guy that he may fall down. The ball's in the air for him to score. The ball's in the air and he can I score. Gotcha. Walk in the that's, I got gotcha. you. I'm just the saying, of it. but there's not like a, to me, there's no like, it's not like a controversial thing. It's like he just didn't get the call. Now, So he Jordan, thought he was running the cornerback off, yes. just running him yeah. off. Yeah, and, then think, that's, and that's 100% yeah. true. But the reason he so when didn't the guy look, falls, he's like, man, look at you, man. I'm not even putting a real move on you. I'm just trying. But to, maybe if he had instead of looking at the yeah, receipt, yeah. the DB there's, there's, is like, look, I wonder me, where the ball is. All I'm going to say <laughs> no is this. Way, all I'm going to say is this is why coaches would tell you that that's never yes. Something I'm, to I'm do. fine, but I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. it's not like that's you're blaming him for not making that catch. To me, is not fair because that he that's not the play that was originally called. Now he didn't either. He didn't get the signal, or Jordan didn't signal it right. Yeah. But there's a lot going on. And no, I that's give them credit for yeah. taking blame. Nobody's flipping right. out. I'm just saying you got to run. You got to run the play. Yeah. You can't just just stop running. Or do you think maybe if he was looking and it, just to <laughs> see where the play had gone, there. just yeah. to see I, where the play had gone instead think, of pointing at the guy on the ground. The bottom what, line what is he, he normally, came back and made a big play. And, <laughs> I think, I think what he normally would do is just keep running because right. which would have been tr- ideal in this situation. You know, maybe there's another safety you can get over there. But the bottom line is that's a great throw, by the way. To come back, he put it on him. To come back from yeah. it is the point we want to make here. That Jordan had to trust him again. Yeah. Because I'm sure he was pissed. In fact, I and, know he was. And Jordan, on that play, made the right read to go to that, thinking, okay, he I got one-on-one with that. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to 
you're gonna get a touchdown you're on my this. best chance yeah and, well uh, and I, it's good they he is the guy like you watch him in practice you watch yeah. him in the games he he's the one that looks like an actual college receiver you know what i mean like he just florida does a florida state caliber in receiver in terms of speed and yeah. well even even he can stop. make some crazy he, he catches. He makes catches on oh, the no, sidelines. Oh, no, body control and all that. He's got, he's got good hands. Um, and he can legs, beat, no, he, he, he yeah. can beat one-on-one coverage. And it, Miami was doing a lot of that. All teams are going to be – Florida's going to be doing that. Everybody's going to do one-on-one coverage because sure. they're not scared of these receivers. He's the one guy, you feel like, that can beat one-on-one coverage. You can throw it up to. Unless he's making fun of the DB <laughs> on the ground. But that's a whole different deal. But he that's why he's he was, he was such a wild card for this season. Because if he'd have been – the, the guy he's been in practice the last couple of weeks, if that had happened all season, maybe it's an extra win. Maybe that's a, his war is won because he's, he's such a better receiver than anybody else you got when he's engaged and involved. What's funny is you and Aslan were kind of getting mad at Norvell because he picks up the fumble and scores the touchdown. Yeah. On a play where he was not doing what he was supposed to be doing. <laughs> Correct. No, he completely missed the block. Yes. Yeah. And then you guys, when we're texting, then he didn't play the next week, and you guys were like, is he the first guy in the you know has ever been benched for scoring a touchdown in the game? <laughs> it's like so you, you were killing him then for ways, it, but now hey, you know, I, hey, are, those text messages are private. Oh, I, I'm sorry, my I mean, what are we doing? I that's not for public I'm putting, consumption. I'm putting them out. I'm that's gonna, not pu- that's I'm not for public. Oh, by the way, can we 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 just have to come to grips now that Norvell has there's no rhyme or reason to his fourth down decisions. I there's think there no is, analytics. Man. There's, it's not about analytics. No, it's, at it's all, combination. At all. Let's no, not even say that they have the analytics. I'm sure he has them. Yeah. But it's all about gut and feel and flow of the it's game. It's not all about gut and feel. It's, you, but we're not doing this again, so just stop talking you, about it right now because we got to go to break okay, anyhow. you can't in, see. So, in theory, I was right, podcast rights, and donated money. Uh, if you know that he won't contribute the whole season, but he makes the 4th and 14 catch, would you still take parchment in the transfer Absolutely. Hell yes. Yes. Hell yes. Against yeah. Miami? Against Miami, yeah. The yes. answer is a resounding yes. And his brother. Sign his brother and his, <laughs> and his sister. Yeah, they're well, all we coming. we need room. We need more room. I don't know about all that. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. And we're wrapping up the hour. Before we do, I will say I'm excited this week about uh, all of the questions from the headliners. I'm going to race through Twitter and Facebook. I want to get everybody's in. Good. Because, listen, everybody's feeling good. Now we, we got to celebrate together. we got a lot. I'm going to try. Okay. But we can't linger. You know, Corey tends to be... Uh, Prattling on, kind of guy. Yeah, I do. So we we got it. We got we got to find a way to get in here and get out succinctly. Here's the answer. Next, sure. I will say. So going back to what we were talking about before the break. Oh, let's talk fourth down. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Never I, ends. I get it. I get why he did it this this game. I did not. I did not think it was the right move last game. I did think it was the right move this game. The reasoning that he gave us, though, I had belief in my defense that we were going to get. A no, I'm with you. That's I, you can't yeah. say that this week. When last week it was a it was a possession thing, your defense had forced three straight punts last week. This defense this week had given up three touchdowns and four drives. But you trust them now when you didn't trust well, them. Well, but, but you did feel better about the way they played. You said earlier you thought they played well in that game, and then also I think the the other part he couldn't say was 
and I also knew with some game pressure on that yeah. freshman quarterback. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the, the thing, right? And the, yeah. and you had you I, my my reason would be like, look, we didn't want to go to overtime. You're going to need two scores anyway. It's fourth and four. It's not fourth and one. Let's go get the points now. It, we're going to have to have the ball back again and go score a touchdown to win it. I, I, I think, think that's perfect. Because if you don't get the ball back, they've either they've either won the game and won the game, yeah, or you're yeah, going yeah. to overtime. It's just hard to figure one from thing, week to week. It's hard to figure out his reasoning. But maybe I, just maybe just don't worry about it. I'm not yeah. even worried about it. You it's seem like, a little obsessed about it. Uh, but I will, fourth, I will fourth and Norvell. Gonna, he's just going to do what he's going to do. I'm going to say this though. I think the the better conversation is the deliberate nature in which he decided. Okay. Uh, we need to possess the football here. Come hell or high water, doesn't matter if we get three or, or eight, which is what you'd prefer. But we can't give the ball back to Miami real quick here. I mean, there was no sense of urgency on that drive. He ate up a ton like of clock. Six the field goal drive you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Seven-minute field and goal And people drive. in the stands were flipping out. I'm like, no, the defense is tired. He can't let them go back out there. He's got to – I mean, obviously you got to get points. But he wanted to possess the ball and eat up clock and shorten the game. Yeah. Shorten the game. At that point, you've made a decision, and an executive decision at that, which is what you're paid a lot of money for. We're going to go down and we're going to get points. I don't know if we're going to get a field goal or if we're going to get it based on time. But I know that we're going to have to get a stop. Uh, you may at this point, because you choose that strategy, you know that by definition there aren't going to be a lot of possessions left because you're eating up the entirety of the fourth quarter. Yeah. So you've now decided one way or the other, hopefully we score a touchdown and go for two and tie it. But if not, if it's if it's right, I'm going to have to get a stop from my defense. And, you know, I mean, obviously they got the stop, so you look like a genius. If it doesn't work and you eat up seven to eight minutes of clock, people are like, what are you doing, dude? You get the stop. Your punt returner makes a great decision by letting it bounce at the 16 and roll 16 and a half yards. I don't know how Pokey knew that it was going to roll that. It's also the zone. lucky that Miami didn't send one of their gunners down to the end zone. Like, yeah. I mean, they just stood right there next to him. Yeah. If, if one of them had gone down there, yeah, yeah. Catch you would have the thought two. they would have been like, have you not watched them. film? Yeah. Assume he's going to not catch it <laughs> and down it at the one because he did not. They just that's something that's got to be fixed for next year. For that's, years, that's been we're going to remember the game the and, and it should be brought up every time that if they down it at the one, you lose. Game's you're, over. You're going to lose the game, and yeah. you're going to say to yourself, "Why do you again, keep putting people out again. there that will not catch yeah, the ball?" It wasn't like he was at the five. He was at the 16 and let it bounce. But that's not what happened, though, is it? No. Well, but it did go into the end zone. It did. And, and Florida then, State did go down the yeah. score, baby. And then they did say suck it, Miami, yeah, that's out that right. They did get that win. But, uh, but that's the – man, when you're, when you're not a good team and you're playing other not good teams, it is it – is, as, a, as a great man once mm -hmm. said, it's, it can be a game of inches. But also – It can be a, a game of inches, but, guys. But also, I'll go back to – and I was – you know, man, I was hard on Jimbo. And this is like in – I think this is in 2011. They really showed up in Oxford the other night, didn't they? Oh, yeah. It was yeah, a nice big, effort. Great performance. 2011, I think it was the Virginia game, I think. And, and I'd been critical. And he took me up and went up and watched some film. And he was showing me some plays – and I was like, well, why? He's like, this guy's supposed to do this, and this guy's supposed to do that. And I was like, well, why don't they? And he goes, because that's who they are. Yeah. Like, these are guys kids. I sign. They're yeah. guys that are here. That's what I have to play with. Mm -hmm. And I think, man, there's some of this that they have to yes. deal with. Yeah. You know? Oh, there's yeah. a lot of it. And, and that's true of every staff. Even when you build what you're looking for, it is still a game played by young men. That, very maybe you young didn't men. sign. Yeah. Or, or, or even guys you do, like – I mean, I don't want to put anybody on blast here, but there was a player here that Jimbo did sign, and he liked, but he had a tendency to right. make mistakes in, in looking at things the wrong way and not the way they taught it. And he said, well, I will, I will live with that because what he does provide. Right. When, and he's like, so I just got to know that occasionally I'm going to be watching film and go, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> it's just like that's going to happen. 
And it's true. And I think in college especially, because you're not repping this all day, every day like you do in the pros. Oh, yeah, this yeah. Is, I mean, oh, they, you're gonna, and, mistakes and, are going to be made. And in every sport. I mean, I, I remember talking to the basketball coaches about plays, and we'd be like, why did you guys do this? And well, we were supposed to do the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah. broke the time out. We had told the kids six times, go to this spot. And we, we go out. And, and we watched in horror as he ran to the other <laughs> spot. And we all went, what are you doing in the interim? Yeah. The best is when it works, though. And then uh, afterwards, coaches kind of have to dance around like, that's not really what we were trying to do at all, <laughs> but it's a great shot. So what are you going to do? Yeah, it's. I do think there's some of that there. Uh, I mean, you know Papuchas doesn't teach, by the way, since we were complaining about this all year long. We've watched the practices. That's not the way they teach it. To not catch the puck. Well, I mean, to Correct. just to look utterly, you know, absolutely. And even when they had the uh, the two the the two punt returners there, which by the way, pick your poison. Who are you going to punt to, <laughs> yeah, Travis yeah. J or Pokey? Where are we going? Either here? way, you're in danger. Yeah. But Pokey's not even going to catch the ball, but he gets as close to Travis J as possible to kind of freak him out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe because he me? thought feel me in case he fumbles. I got to be right here to pounce, which <laughs> is smart. Bubbles, which, by the which way, is did. great. Would and you imagine, did. though? Imagine that. Like, that's the thought process. Yeah. All right. Well, Corey may fumble this. Get right I got to get. We got to get three guys surrounded oh, it and get, <laughs> get ready to dive. Get ready to dive. Yeah. So what, when you think about this program, because it's getting much better. Um, it really is. Like, maybe yes. much better. Is, is, no, it's, is, it's From where from, it was, from where ago, it was last year. And I think we've talked about this before, but it was so bad last year. I just looked up the, our man Finn Brown, his rankings. So right now, Florida State is 45th in the country, which not seems bad. about right. Hey, you see that plaque over there, yeah. baby? Yeah. They're, they're not, I think they're Smoke top, they might be top 60 in both right yes, now. Yes, they are. Um, but they're 45th overall, uh, which isn't great for Florida State standards. Oh, but world's better than a year last ago. Last year, they were 103. Yes. And that seems about right. That seems about the progression they've made. Big step forward. Headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with